pick up the announcements since there's so many. Yeah, or break them up. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, or break them up. to the Man in the Black Suits fan podcast. Hello, Samia, Doppelganger, KK, Betty. How is everybody today? Did we have a good New Year? It's been interesting so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. We all know 2020 is going to be a wonderful year because it is the realization of our dream to see Gabriel's Inferno on the screen. It's actually happening, people. So excited. And it's so good to hear your voice, Pam, and to see everybody online. I've missed you guys. I hope everyone had good holidays. Um, I was just thinking that the last time we were doing our podcast, we actually had the great one himself, uh, Sylvain Reynard, with us, which I can't really wrap my brain around. That was so great that he stopped in to chat uh, during that and uh, there's so much news to share it's really really great Annette I see coming to us from the Big Easy and Franca Franca. from South Africa hello 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 our friends internationally can reach us now because we are changing and have changed our time officially to 9am New York time Saturday mornings Um, now it's not just uh, for for purposes of trying to uh, reach everybody, but that was actually a really big consideration in, in figuring out time. Pam and I both have now work commitments that prohibit us from going on Wednesdays. Exactly. And we also found that uh, Saturday mornings early, um, well, relatively early, 9 a.m. early, which is 6 a.m. West Coast time, um, is uh, going to be a way to reach people. 
<laughs> well, it is early for me. Yes, um, as some of you might know, I'm more of a late night girl. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I will wake up at any hour for for SR. Um, and <laughs> I think you know that. Oh, everybody's saying good morning, and Lori's wishing everyone a happy, blessed 2020 to everyone. I'm just so happy to, I'm happy folks were able to join us uh, because we didn't give you a lot of lead time on the chime change. So we will continue to spread the word. And if you can help us spread the word, um, that would be great because there's going to be so much news um, coming out in the upcoming weeks and months that you're going to want to join in on the fun. As we as we discuss it live um, on the podcast, but you can always um, listen in um, to the recording if you can't join us. It's true. And as our newest thing is, listen to Pam and Leslie; they get the news first, which cracked <laughs> me up. Really, I big. know it's so funny. We might have we might have to put that in the in a promotion. That's we might true. have to tag That's it. That's true. <laughs> so. Where do you want to begin, Pam? Well, let's start with the Passion Flicks news. Yes. Okay. yes. As, as you know, Tuska had a live Facebook chat this way this week. And she was talking about not just Gabriel's Inferno, but uh, some Jodie Ellen Malpass stuff that she's uh, bringing in. and uh, Which Will. is exciting. That I is have to exciting. do a little shout out for Jem, Jodie Ellen Malpass. Um, this man, this man is coming. I'm so excited. And the will's going to be coming out very soon, and uh, Dirty Sexy Stain is out there, among mm. other videos. But as far as the Gabriel uh, stuff goes, uh, she said that um, Gabriel's Inferno is going to be a, a four to five hour series released in episodes. And I, re- if I, I remember correctly. Kind of like Driven, right? Yeah, I think so. But also, she, I remember her talking when we were there for the set visit. And mm-hmm. somebody had suggested that possibly she bring um, the, uh, you know, do it like SR did it uh, when he ha- was doing the... Um, when he was writing fiction, it. Where it would come mm-hmm. out weekly. But... Uh, so I'm not exactly sure how they released, but, uh, and SR also mentioned that he wasn't sure how they released them, uh, but they may release the first half and then the final episodes uh, in a period of time. So, so excited. I mean, this is the benefit of having the series. Remember, we had this whole discussion back in the day, if we want to, you know, a motion, major motion picture mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. miniseries. And I remember thinking, you know, as much as I think it would be cool to do the motion picture, that miniseries, Outlander sold me on having a miniseries because you have so much more of the goodness. True. And out at, to be honest, Outlander does one book per season. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever, I don't know if you've read Diana Gabaldon's books, but they're huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have not read them, but I've seen them. And I do intend to read them at some point, but they're very, very descriptive and dense and um, have so much content. Uh, so I just think it's great. And thank you, Franco. She is wishing everyone a happy new year, wishing 
uh, everyone a happy one. We've certainly got lots to look forward to this year. And she said she's just watched Tosca's live video, which she had saved to watch when she could. And Franca, yes, Tosca is fabulous. We agree with your assessment. She is one of my, she is one of my, um, one of my favorite people. I'm so excited that I had a chance to meet her. She is an inspiration and um, really, really is doing some innovative um, work in the realm of cinema. That she is. And and I I love the fact the way she's doing all this new, uh, you know, streaming service and getting Mm -hmm. everything in. So I think it's so great. Right. And working hand in hand with the authors. Exactly. And that's the biggest, you know, point that she wants to follow the books as they're written, not in a condensed form like a screen some screenwriters will do with books and there'll be things changed like harry potter had a lot of stuff left out of it from the movies and i know um the all souls trilogy the discovery of witches there were things that were not in the book that were not in in the uh, show but so that's that's great Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things she also mentioned is that she is going to try to arrange a live Q&A with Julio and Melanie. And they have such great chemistry together. So uh, that'd be a lot of fun. I now, would love, I think that would be great. Just um, since we had the benefit of the set visit, we actually got to interact with them a little bit. And I think having them interact with uh, the fans uh, live uh, would be mm-hmm. phenomenal phenomenal absolutely and that that's what made the set visit so much fun Mm -hmm. um the other thing gabriel's redemption has will start filming this wednesday rapture i think it's rapture right i'm sorry rapture Mm -hmm. redemption they're still working on the uh uh screenplay um but uh i know that gabriel had an 18 hour um, flight flight from Rome to Syracuse yesterday. I saw that on Instagram. So <laughs> I don't know if everybody else up. saw that. They're 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 flying in and getting ready to uh, start round the next round of filming. It's so exciting, and yes. yeah, I'm I'm looking at some of the comments in the chat room. Uh, Lori mentioned it's so much better when more is included of the books. Um, all of SR word, SR's words are important. Karen noted that Tosca is going to change the norm when it comes to books to movies. And I love that Franca is reading in her garden Gabriel's promise while she's listening to us, which I just think is wonderful. So, so much good excitement. Um, KK said she saw um, on Instagram and Annette woke up to his IG story swoon. I know, right? Waking up, waking up to Julio is never, never a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He does. And, and Betty, like, Betty he said, poor Julio, he needs coffee this morning. Well, <laughs> I'd be happy to walk my coffee over to him. Uh, it has a little maker's mark in it. I think he'd approve it. Probably. Um, <laughs> little, maybe a little Sambuca in it would be nice, too. Yes, this is true. Uh, <laughs> this is true. The fact that they start filming on Wednesday is unbelievable to me. It's so exciting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, I want to run up to Syracuse right now. <sighs> I think I think I joked to somebody that I'm going to go meet him at the airport. 
In all honesty, they were, it was such a great opportunity to visit the set. And they're just such good people that I really want the best for them. Um, I and I want to support I this too. project to the, as much as we can. <laughs> yes, as Karen says, there's ne it's never a bad, I bad thing to see Julia's face. <laughs> That's true. That and you would know, true. KK, you guys had a lot of nice conversations on set. You, you did. You did. Mm-hmm. Also, there uh, there's going to be some more announcements on casting soon, especially for Paulina. Uh, so stay tuned. I I, I cannot wait to see pa who does Paulina's role. That's going to be cool. Oh, it's going to be really SR's cool. And I think still looking at at audition tapes for some of the parts. So mm -hmm. it'll be mm -hmm. fun. Um, they're also they're going to be arranging set visits for founding members this month i uh, i know that uh they're they've set out some dates i think like next weekend ended. actually the 17th 18th and then, and then the 24th. 24th was it the 21st and 24th maybe i think something so. in the I 20s so. um yeah. and yes Lori. Lori said it's so cool that you all got to meet them and to be involved and again i this is a big plug if you are a founding member and right now it's only open to founding members of Passion Flicks. Um, and they might be trying to consider different options for that. If you have a chance to do this, it is incredibly worth mm -hmm. the time and the money. Um, it really is a very memorable, meaningful experience, unlike anything. And I've, I've, I've worked in communications, so I've been on shoots. I've been on video shoots and commercial shoots. This was really above and beyond. Really, really phenomenal. Another plug for Passion Flicks. Can't I can't say enough good things about them. Betty's also uh, looking forward to see who they cast as Natalie. Yes. For Julia's yes. ex-roommate. And Annette says uh, the Pauline announcement is going to be a major announcement like Julio and um, uh, Gabriel were. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Tosca's excited Karen. for Paulina, Karen said. I am too. She's going to be, a, it's going to be stellar. The casting has been yeah. so on point. Spot on. I mean, I, it has been... I can't. I can't come up with enough uh, positive words. I, I'm going to have to dig out my thesaurus <laughs> because I'm going to need <laughs> new, new, um, new words new, new to describe our joy and our excitement uh, since we're going to be talking about this like so much this year. Yeah. So. Um, also. <laughs> They'll be releasing a soundtrack of Gabriel's Inferno. Oh, that's going to be, be cool. Very cool. I, I can't wait to see what they put in that. I mean, I, I know that SR gave her a list of the music uh, that he used for Gabriel's Inferno. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know how that's going to work because I know that licensing music exactly can be very expensive. So we'll see. I know that they do have a couple of people that they do music for for the soundtracks and everything. So it'll be it'll be fun to see. I know that will be wonderful. I um I I'm guessing. I mean, we have a lot of playlists out there already um, that are on like Spotify. Um, but to see what they choose and what they're able to obtain for the actual uh, sound passion flicks production is going to be really cool. Betty yeah, can't wait to listen Iris, to the soundtrack track. I know. 
Iriselli, who part of the Argyle Empire, she has put out um, some great tracks both on um, Spotify and YouTube uh, of Gabriel's Inferno that has come from SR. So, mm-hmm. and Iris would know. I mean, she's she's been a supporter and fan from the beginning. Um, That's true. So. Yeah, the the if you have a chance to check the playlist out, definitely do. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So and uh, also, Passion Flicks will be releasing a lot of merchandise related to the film, um, and but that is still being worked on. So there's nothing really to see there yet. Right, but you know, I do remember, and this is a good reminder. Um, and yes, KK Tosca is a busy lady. Uh, uh, this is a reminder that um, in our last chat, there was a suggestion floating around about a certain phrase on a certain type of coffee mug, if you recall, Pam. <laughs> and what would that phrase be? Angel fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I had said that we would share that with our Passion Flicks friends. So I'm making a note to send the email um, over to Lauren Olson and the, also the PR person about, um, <laughs> in fact, about putting that on a coffee mug. I think even SR endorsed the idea, if I recall. I'd have to go back and listen I to think the chat. Did. But I think, did. <laughs> I think he was amused by the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what was so funny is, is <laughs> I, I, I was coming into where they were going to be filming and uh, Julio and Tom, his his uh, dialect person, mm-hmm. um, were sitting there going, "Angel fucker, angel fucker," and, <laughs> that's and right. Putting putting different, um, like you know, which would come first, angel or fucker? And one of the uh, Noreen, my friend, who was with us, <laughs> she's like, "No, it's angel fucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Noreen, Noreen was just hilarious about that. And yeah, Betty yeah. said, I bet Julia would love that mug. I think he would. And Betty still would I love the so little too. rabbit. So I'll, I'll pass the little <laughs> rabbit um, idea along as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Karen said, yes. SR said uh, it would make a great coffee mug. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that Julia was working on his inflections. So, yes. yeah, if, if that well, was also comes out, we have to send that to Noreen because Noreen pretty much went up to uh, James, the actor who played Paul, and said, oh, so you're the angel fucker. You're the angel fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think um, took him back, uh, back a little bit, but I think he, and then he laughed. He just thought it was funny. I think we, amu- yes. I think we amused them. I really do. I think so. I think so, too. <laughs> so, and I, I did, I think you mentioned this, but I do want to just gush a little bit about the fact that not only is Rapture beginning filming next Wednesday, but Gabriel's Redemption is supposed to begin filming later in 2020, according to Tosca. How exciting is that, ladies and gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is going to be so be- much fun. Oh my gosh, that book, Redemption. Uh, I love it so great. much. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And of course, um, as we transition to- from talking about passion flicks to SR news, um, <laughs> my thought is if there's a chance to get the rights 
for Passion Flicks to produce Gabriel's Promise, which I think will be dependent upon the success of Gabriel's Inferno. So talk this up, ladies. Get people to buy Passion Flicks subscriptions to, for friends because we want to see right. Julio and Melanie holding a little baby uh, in their roles as Gabriel and Julia and Claire. At least I do. I want to see them with a baby. So um, that's my little plug. And I'm so excited for the idea of uh, redemption being shot this year. Um, mm -hmm. Time to get another part-time job to pay for trying pay to for go all these, see all these things. All the um, travel. <laughs> hey, I just see Kenzie's on and so is Mon. Morning, Hello, Kenzie. Monica. It's so good hey, to Monica. see you ladies. Hi, Jeanine. So, so good. So, so as we talk about, uh, we've had so much news. I know it's it's like nine twenty um, to Eastern time, but there's so much news about Passion Flicks. And then SR sent us news about his other projects. Um, he said sales of Gabriel's Promise are going very well. Thanks to everyone who read and reviewed it, and thanks especially for the word of mouth. Um, Ga Which is Gabriel. So SR is <laughs> was that a Freudian slip, Gabriel SR? I don't know. Um, but SR is very, very appreciative of the support that all fans provide. And um, he wanted to make sure that we express thanks to all of you for getting the word out about the book. SR also wanted yeah. to let people know the reading order of his books. Uh, the reading order of the books is the following. And I'm going to cut and paste this into the chat room um, okay. so everybody is clear on the reading order. Of course, it starts with our first, Gabriel's Inferno, then Gabriel's Rapture, Redemption. The Prince is the fourth in chronological order. Then Gabriel's Promise. Okay, so you see how that is. Promise comes after Prince. Then it goes into the Florentine series, the Raven, the Shadow, the Roman. And then finally, the book of our podcast, The Man in the Black Suit. So I think that's good to share with people, especially new readers to SR, um, to kind of guide them through what would be the best reading order. And um, mm -hmm. I think... It's uh, as we go on and uh, hopefully uh, more and more people discover SR, it would be uh, helpful for people as they read and enjoy the book as much as we do. And, and you know, he, I can see, you can see the progression of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I know, actually I started listening to The Raven as well, but you know, now that the pro Gable's Promise is on audio, I, I moved over to that for now. Right. So I've, right. Got, I've got like five books I'm listening to that I've got in all different directions. <laughs> and uh, he also, the, the audiobooks, because they were released the same day in English, um, mm -hmm. are phenomenal, as we know. I, I have not listened yet to Promise. I'm very excited, though, because there are audible credits on the account. So that will be happening. But I wanted to finish reading um, the book first and I've been taking my time and savoring it. I actually was blessed, um, to get, a, an advanced reading copy. So I, I read, I'm up to, I have 10 more chapters left and I love it so much. I can't even begin to tell you. 
Um, so as going on with the promised discussion, SR said, readers who wish to see more of Gabriel and Julia in the future should pick up the Raven and then the rest of the Florentine series, at least until I pen a fifth Gabriel book. I'm repeating this because this made me so freaking excited when I read this yesterday. And I repeat, readers who wish to see more of Gabriel and Julia in the future should pick up the Raven and the rest of the Florentine series. At least until I pen a fifth Gabriel book. I'm, I'm, I'm literally putting this in the chat room because I'm harding that. The fact mm-hmm. that it's even been shared and uttered by SR in email. I have it in email from SR. So excited. Great. At least until I pen a fifth Gabriel book. I have to say it one more time. And he did notice. <laughs> I, I can you tell my coffee's kicking in? I so think excited! The maker's mark is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> you think the maker's mark? Yeah, I think I should have put more maker's mark in it. Um, actually, well, you know, I can't have wine and wine in the morning. It's too. It's well, I could, but um, you could, but <sighs> Kate, Karen, Monica said, "I'm a little afraid." And then Karen said, "I knew it would. I knew it when he said never say never when I asked that question." Everybody's harding. Samia says, that's awesome. Frank is like, OMG, a fifth Gabriel book. Yippee. <laughs> and Lori's <laughs> laughing about the maker's mark. Monica yes. said, as well, a fifth book in any other series. I'm excited, but very afraid. I understand what you're saying, Monica. I get it. I totally do. Um, yeah, no, th- that came straight from an email. When, when I... Uh, Every week, some of you may know, we do prep. Oh, my gosh, Dana. Hello, Dana. Hi, Dana. Um, we prep every week uh, for the show, and we always reach out and ask us our questions, and we um, get information on what we want to promote. And, yes, Monica, I'm saying it is SR. Um, mm-hmm. That's where we get the official information for us to share yeah. with everybody. So the fact that he said, at least until I pen a fifth book. So at least it's on the table. It's a possibility. And it sounds very exciting. And uh, he mentioned that there are some unanswered questions and promise that are answered in the Florentine series. So um, there's there's a lot of uh, interaction. I love the way he's been weaving things in. which is just makes it so much fun and it's fun for fans. He, he really does love the fan base and really writes for everyone. So he does. Yes. And speaking of fan base, uh, we do, we do want to mention one thing. Um, first I thought it was fun. I'm doing a little shout out to Morgan Locklear, uh, because on the, the day of the release, um, January 7th, the day of the release of Gabriel's promise, Morgan actually penned and posted on Goodreads his review for The Man in the Black Suit. So I want you guys um, to go check it out. Uh, it's it, Morgan at his best, and I think SR got a kick out of that. Um, and then uh, we wanted to make sure everybody knew that Argyle Empire is having a chat today with SR. So um, and it's spoiler it's at- free. Spoiler free, so everyone is welcome. There won't be any uh, revelations 
uh, and we want to make sure no one says anything about what happens in Promise because we want people to enjoy it and and uh, experience it uh, as they read. So whether you've read Promise or not, all are welcome, and I'm sure SR will also have some questions uh, thrown at him about the uh, Passion Flicks projects as well. So I'm Argyle sure Empire um, on Facebook, Argyle Empire at noon New York time. Is that correct, Pam? Yes, yes. It's noon New York time and nine West Coast time. Nine so West Coast time and probably seven o'clock in seven p.m. South in Africa Samia land and Samia and maybe six in, in London Dana time. It would be uh, uh, eleven o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. And in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, it'll be one o'clock. <laughs> if you're on a cruise ship somewhere. Um, I'm laughing I, now because I see Betty said, I need more Paul. <laughs> God, hear of my prayers. Of course you do. Amen. <laughs> and uh, somebody, somebody Karen says tweeted. he'll take his time with it. And those little clues were always there in the Florentine series. That's Absolutely. Right. Oh, Samia says well, it's going to be 4.30 p.m. her time. Oh, okay, Thanks for good. correcting us. We can only Appreciate keep track that. of so many time zones. We've got to get better at that. But I know. <laughs> if you can, um, then uh, check uh, it he, out. It should be I good. I know that somebody mentioned something about Paul on Twitter this week. And I think SR had responded about, about Gabriel uh, uh, somewhere in there. But uh, the James um, Andrew Fraser, who plays Paul, and he made a quick comment about being insulted or something. It was funny. <laughs> and Miss Betty I, got into there. I, yes, yes, yes. I I didn't get to see. I haven't been on social media as much this week. I'm doing a lot of new client work and um, haven't had a chance to do as much as I'd like. Um, so I, I appreciate <laughs> When I do get to see posts, um, it's just fun to see the interaction of that cast. Uh, I did see that uh, the cast was very appreciative of anyone sending them holiday cards. They just couldn't get over the fact that Gabriel Inferno fans sent them holiday cards. So I think they really understand that this is a very special book and series to so many people and they are treating it as such. And they are mm -hmm. really proud and excited to be part of sharing the story. So it's, it's just wonderful. Yes. Um, yeah. Betty's hoping as he writes that SR will give us more of Nicholas and Acacia as well. And, and yes, Samia, Samia, we need more, more Acacia and Nick. I agree. And, and Kenzie says, I'm just excited that he's writing something. Give me all the books, SR. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Betty wondering said, if Ava will be a part of that. <laughs> Oh, Betty, Betty gave us the real thing that happened on Twitter. She said, a fan said she liked Paul, but she loved Gabriel. And James answered, how rude. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Which you could totally, he's, uh, that uh, James is such a great, they're, I, I can't say enough good things about these people. They really are just lovely people and they're fun they and are. They, they, are. their camaraderie on set was beyond. There were, there were no pretentious, um, egos. Everybody was there to do their job and to share the story and have fun. And it really, and I, I credit Tasca for that because she really sets the tone for the set and the entire production. Yes. 
Um, so I'm looking to, Kenzie said, SR said, Paul may have more admirers than he thinks. Ahem. <laughs> Sam, yeah. <laughs> Sammy says Paul's annoying. <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh... Lori was waiting for it, Sam, and you did not disappoint. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Karen strung her support for Paul as well. I love it. You guys, I'm you're, I'm hearting that. You're making me laugh. So, <laughs> just <all>. exciting <laughs> times. Exciting times in the SR world. Um, the SR universe. <laughs> in the SR universe, um, Betty says the boss better get ready for more Paul fans. <laughs> I, I, I think I, he underestimates. I think that's happening. <laughs> The Paul fans. Exactly. So, but he, he knows. <laughs> and Paul knows, Betty. He knows. And James knows that you are you are his number one, uh, Paul's number one fan. Yes, we, we've we made him. sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Kenzie said it's SR's fault for picking a Canadian on top of it because James, the actor, is Canadian. So Yes. Um, <laughs> from Saskatchewan. From Saskatchewan, a, I know. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. So great. So I'm I'm anyway. hoping I'm I'm really hoping as well that not only does Gabriel's promise get picked up by Passion Flicks, but the Florentine series, as well as the, the book the that we are suit. turning our attention to now, The Man in the Black Suit. Um, because can you believe we are now at Chapter 60? I know. I know. It's getting close to the end. We need more. We need more, SR. And even though he did say he's writing, but he didn't say what he's writing. Um very excited about the fact that he is writing. I actually hope it's something totally new and different. Um, because we just need more characters to love. More book boyfriends, please. Um, yes. <laughs> and and Kenzie says she thinks it's something new from what he implied. And I think if if you can join on or read uh, the chat afterwards at Argyle Empire at, at New, New York Time uh, today, we might be able to get a little more insight onto that as well, even though most of it's going to be about our new fantastic book that he's offering well you know it's uh, funny because i don't know if any of you follow um the role player for anna uh i think it's anna s gray or and and christian gray it's this oh, Twitter I see, yes i see that role-playing thing that they do mm -hmm. and anna's a huge fan of sr's work and so she's been helping promote it as well and you know, oh, you know, and Gabriel, and there's more Gabriel, and then of course the the person who plays Christian comes back, and and he's like, I may have to have a talk with SR and all this kind of stuff. It's it's cute. It's cute. It's fun. Well, I'm I'm looking in the chat room, and Betty's saying the boss made Paul sweet and handsome. It's not her fault she fell in love with her Paul. Of course not, Betty. We don't knock you for that. Um, Lori asked, is there going to be a Gabriel's Promise podcast? Can you do it after the man in the black suit? Um, we will take that under consideration. Um, Samia said she's thinking, or Monica said she was thinking the same, Lori. Um, Pam and I have tossed things around, but we want to also talk 
to many other podcasters, Betty and Perling in particular, because they are the Gabriel series fan podcast. So we'll, we'll, we'll chat with everybody. I know there will be something for somebody. I, I, I cannot imagine the book going without a podcast. So stay tuned. Um, and I love, for the yes, Betty, maybe the movies. boss, maybe the boss will write Snarky's novel. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes. Snarky. Yes, yes, I yes. I love Snarky. Yes. But yes, and... we, we will definitely continue podcasting for the movies. Oh, yes. Being, uh, being done. And we've, <laughs> we've, we've already, already talked with, uh, Allie and Lauren and Tuska, uh, and you know about about podcasting when all this comes along, and and you know work with them with this. Yes, um, so we're we're and, we're we're working on it. We planted the seeds last year with them in terms of saying we do have a podcast. We're hoping maybe we could uh, get some interviews, or you know, we're 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 going to try. We're going to see what we can do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we, they know that we are willing to work and promote and share messages from them as well. And Allie is their director of public relations and she's been really great to work with as well as Lauren Olson, of mm -hmm. course, and Tasca herself. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. just, just a phenomenal, phenomenal team there. It would be yeah, so much absolutely. fun. It would be really, really fun. Um, thanks Janine had said about, it would be a great podcast. That'd be fun. It would be fun. So. Uh, oh, definitely. We are we are here for the ride, friends. It's yeah. going to be a lot and of a lot of excitement in the next couple of years uh, with these and projects going. As as long as we're talking about Passion Flex, um, don't forget Passion Con is coming up. Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> in the fall, it, in October, I in think. In the fall. Right? No, September. September, September. And it's uh, like a, a weekend in September at the Four Seasons in Los Angeles. Gabriel would approve the Four Seasons. And uh, it's, I know it's a, it's pricey. It's $1,500 for the weekend. But it's all inclusive as far as all the food, mani-pedis, massages, uh, movie premieres, actors from the different, different, movies that they've done and um you know they also they have a they have a plan going and she said when they originally announced it it was sold out but they've opened up they've gotten another block of rooms going so uh you also get your own room it's a king room and i think you might even be able to uh you know work with something else so how many? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So how many? How, how many? How many passion flicks fans can fit into a king room? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying, um, no. I, it it sounds like it's going to be phenomenal. Um, it yeah. would be a dream to go. I know some people have signed up. Nina Bocci, uh, Nina, author yeah. and publicist extraordinaire, is going to be there. Um, so and I know. So I've I've seen some folks. Few. Have, are going um so if you have a chance to go that would be great um monica's like too far for me um and franca says the same thing too and <laughs> yeah franca said passion con sounds fantastic but is unrealistically expensive for those of us in faraway countries but we'll follow the yeah, shenanigans listen. online hopefully 
Yeah, they'll do. Some fa- I know they'll do Facebook Live. Too. They'll do Facebook Live. Uh, they did Facebook Live um, at the uh, premiere of Dirty Sexy Saint. Um, mm-hmm. So they're gonna. They definitely want to make it as interactive as possible because they do know they have a worldwide fan base, and they're 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 tagging into authors that really have strong followings, especially um, Jody Allen Malpas around the world as much as SR. I mean, so they are aware that they have to be able to offer things um, and and share the news with everybody because it's unrealistic to go to every single thing. I'm, I mean, as much as I, I was telling Pam before the podcast, it's taking all of my willpower not to like jump in my car and drive three hours and 45 minutes north to get to Syracuse to be where they are filming, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's it's not feasible. I, you know, you just can't drop everything and go fu- go become, you know, passion flicks groupies. I guess you could, but I need to win the lottery, the lottery. to do that. The lottery. Yes. That would be a big yes. help. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm, Monica, laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm looking Mon- at the chat. Someone asked SR if he'd be attending, Ella. Uh, the planet should be 100 kilometers long, Monica says, <laughs> or miles. I agree. <laughs> Um, Karen yep. said it'd be a dream, but not this time unless I hit the lottery. Janine says, I cannot wait for passion con and meeting many of you. Oh, so you are one of the lucky ones. Oh, I love it. I love it. You're going to have to share with us, Janine, all the goodness. Um, yes. Kenzie says they do not know what will be premiering film or what exactly actors and authors will be coming yet. Yes. They haven't been able to lock that in yet because of, uh, filming schedules. Um, mm-hmm. Monica would buy a canoe. <laughs> Monica, you're cracking me up. Hey, listen, we can know, dream, as Samia says. We can dream. That's true. There are a lot of people who think the earth is flat. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But, you know, the, the canoe would be great. But just think if there were cats, they could knock us over <laughs> to where we want to be because they're very this good at knocking true. things around. Yes, and, so. and Kenzie says in terms of Passion Clown, she can't afford it, not when she wants to go back with you ladies in the spring. And what she's referring to is Kenzie, sweet dear Kenzie, flew from the Midwest to come to the set visit. Um, and we're going to try and do that again um, mm-hmm. in hopes of uh, having more time to be on with uh, on set uh, to witness the filming of Gabriel's rapture. So oh, that she, would be she great. She just wants and, to be and, with the Cumberbitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right. And I see we have another fan who joined us. Hello, LNMCK919. I'm happy you could join us today. We're just about ready to start Chapter 60, and we're, we're talking about the very first piece of, of the, the book, um, Kenzie needs to go, so we need to make it. Uh, so we need to make it work. So she's no, she's sorry. going to. You will find a way. Well, definitely, we'll find a way for that. So, so as we turn our attention from Passion Con, and and just imagine future Passion Cons when perhaps there would be some kind of premiere of the Man in the Black Suit, which would be a dream. I would love that. Nice, yes. um, can you imagine who they would cast as Nicholas? Ah, oh, okay. Oh, God. So let's go to chapter 60. Um, it starts, boss, there's something you should see. A man who Acacia did not recognize interrupted their tender moment. 
So she wasn't sure who this man was who walked into the room. And he reminded her of some of the students at the Sorbonne. Um, Nicholas kissed her and said that he had to go. And Acacia sat on the couch. It was a sunny day, and the fir trees were beautiful. She heard Rick calling her from the doorway, and he was checking to ask how she was feeling. Much better, she replied. He asked, you and the boss? She told him they were working things out, and he said, good. Acacia thanked him for bringing her, and Rick genuinely said, you're welcome. And he rewarded her with a rare smile. So I loved this beginning part of Chapter 60. I just thought the interaction between, obviously between Nicholas and Acacia, but between Rick and Acacia and the fact that he asked about the relationship. And I just thought that was so wonderful. Betty, I'm loving it. Tom Ellis says Nicholas. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, lobby, the lobbying for casting has begun. <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and actually, because uh, I, I would love to see Tom would be a great Nicholas. Um, there's so many opportunities. And he, he's so generous and kind and all, you know, but there's a kind of this edge to him. I, I just think he would be a really, really good um, yeah, did, character to see on screen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Chapter 60 also reminds you, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Nicholas is being pulled away. Um, Acacia mm -hmm. and Nicholas just kind of really solidified the relationship. Um, they kind of came to an agreement of terms in the whole uh, justice versus revenge and retribution uh, discussion. And uh, yeah, I'm laughing. Betty says, Acacia should take a picture of Rick smiling. It's a rare thing. And it is a it rare is a thing. Rare and thing. I thought it was so beautiful that they said it. So we asked SR, did Rick offer his rare smile to Acacia because she thanked him or because she's working things out with Nicholas? And SR responded saying, I think both. Rick respects Acacia, especially having seen what she went through in Morocco. And so he has a soft spot for her now. So Acacia has, has softened and, and uh, alleviated some of that uh, negativity that Rick first displayed because he really has gained her, she has gained his respect and admiration. So I thought that was really good. Um, and Sammy is doing the dishes <laughs> and listening. Sammy, so I have to finish, say, Samia, I used... come over. <laughs> I have to say, I love the fact that you are doing that because I'm, I'm actually harding that because when I used to listen to Pam and Kez uh, do the Florentine series podcast and Dana um, back in the day, I, mm -hmm. that's exactly what I used to be doing. I used to be doing dishes. I would be cleaning up the kitchen and also making breakfast many of times. So I and love I'd the fact that you're listening as you're doing it. And Betty said, I was driving for the Gabriel series. <laughs> yes. Lori's Lori says multitasking. And Betty said, mm -hmm. Lucifer is about to end. I'm thinking Tom Ellis would have a bit of free time after that. Why not read the man in the black suit? Wink, wink. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We might need to uh, suggest that to him on Twitter um, or hey, on Instagram or Facebook. Twitter feed. <laughs> and Dana's working right now. Shh. 
<laughs> Dana, that is so I'll funny. Never s- I won't say I love it. And Monica's sewing. I love, I see, I love knowing what people are doing when they're listening to the podcast. It's great. Uh, Franca mm-hmm. says, I love this new time for your podcast. First time I can listen to a podcast while preparing dinner. Oh, oh that's great. It's so great. Yay. And Janine's building, and Janine, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. She is building a new bookshelf, LOL. So it's perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> There's something beautiful yes. about that statement. Uh, the fact that she's building a new bookshelf when we're talking about wonderful books and uh, Franca's cooking dinner. There's housework being done. And Betty's cooking for the blessedness 2.0. <laughs> All of these things are things that, you know, resonate um, because there are things that our characters do in the book. And Kenzie's trying to cure a hangover. <laughs> Kenzie, are we going to have to call you Cumberbitch Jr.? Yeah, Just Cumberbitch saying. Jr. is right. <laughs> okay, so it is Jean Anne. That's why I asked Janine because I said it's Jean Anne or Janine. So it's Jean Anne. I will correct myself. It's two names put together, but it's all good. Ha ha. If I say Janine, I apologize, but I'm going to try and go with the Jean Anne. I'm glad that you're pulling the bookshelf together. That's awesome. Um. So as we go on, Asar had mentioned, you know, about the, Rick respecting Acacia, and Acacia's uh, phone rang, and she said she had to take it. It was Kate. She told her that she and Claude were sitting in a very posh house in Switzerland, about to have tea with Nicholas's mother. Acacia apologized, saying she was with Nicholas, and of course, I'm sure Kate was like, no surprise. Um, Kate told her his mother had told. Uh, Kate had said that his mother uh, had had told her about it when she arrived the day before. And Nicholas's mother had even bought Claude a new collar. Uh, Claude is in heaven because he is adoring the the lavish attention that Nicholas's mother is showing him. And Akasi was laughing. (laughs) As most cats would. (laughs) Akasi was laughing, telling Kate it was good to hear her voice. When I read this section, I completely visualized. I could see, because once again, um, the, the lovely description and vividness of SR's writing painted the picture of Kate being in <laughs> this beautiful setting with Nicholas's mother and the fact that they're in Switzerland, probably at their house, and just having this amazing time. And you could just see Claude sitting there purring. Um, (laughs) I just loved that. And Kate said then in a very serious tone, so really what's going on? Mrs. Casserer told her that she had been kidnapped and she knew one of Nicholas's bodyguards had actually been killed. Paris police had been all over the building for days, Kate said. And Costa told her that she was all right and it was a very long story. Um, And she promised to tell her the story one day. Uh, but the short version was that her mother and father were estranged. She'd been kidnapped by her father, and it was a really bad situation. She was lucky that Nicholas was able to rescue her. I'll say Amen. that that was a really truncated version. I mean, wow. I mean, what she went through was stunning and staggering. And Kate thought that maybe she was the Brazilian Secret Service. That's what Kate was like, all this crazy stuff going on. 
Acacia must be in the Secret Service because of the strangest things that were happening to her. And Acacia apologized to Kate because it had been rude of her to leave for Geneva before leave um, Geneva before she arrived. But she and Nicholas had a falling out, and she went after him. Um, so Kate responded, asking if she got her man. And Acacia said, yes, I did. Kate was happy about that and told her that she and Claude would be staying in Colony for a few days. Um, Casseras were really nice people, and she needed a vacation, <laughs> which I love. And, I listen, and I'm looking I, in the chat room. KK said, I could see them on the terrace. <laughs> I know. I think we all want to go visit Nicholas's uh -huh. mom, have some tea, yes. go shopping. I would just want to sit there and look at Mont Blanc, frankly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone watches Jeopardy in the U.S., but there was a Jeopardy question the other night about the tallest mountain and it was my, the answer was Mount Blanc. So just a little detour. I, I, I smiled because I'm like, oh, my gosh. I knew that because I was reading. <laughs> I was reading, reading The Man in the book. Black Suit. Kenzie said she's already known as K-Cup, so we don't need another nickname. <laughs> and, she does uh, need I love coffee. <laughs> she needs coffee. Coffee is very good. I would pass you. I'm passing you my cup virtually, ladies. Um, and Betty says, blessedness 2.0 is jealous of Paul. I don't think he will like to share. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> blessedness 2.0 wants all the attention on him. Uh, <laughs> blessedness 2.0 doesn't want to share his nickname with Paul. I love it. And Kenzie says, I think we need to buy you a real bunny, Betty. Yeah. Jean Ann said, <laughs> I, yeah, she laughed. She, Jean, Jean Ann saw Jeopardy as well. She saw that question. <laughs> I laughed. I was so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mount Blanc. That's, I was like, that's where Nicholas lives. <laughs> but I didn't say and that I, to my, my, my mother and my uh, neighbor, her neighbor, who when we were at her neighbor's house watching Jeopardy. I didn't, I didn't get you into didn't it. Say so. I didn't say that. My sister looks at me cross-eyed when I mention anything connected with the, the books. <laughs> My friends are really, they, they just think it's really cool. They think it's fun um, that we well, have such a nice thinks, community. In fairness, my sister and my friends here all say, oh, you know, that's really cool. But they don't understand uh, a lot of it, Yeah, to be honest with you, so... Yeah, well, if That's you don't know the podcasting world boss. either, it's if you don't know podcasting um, or online communities, it is very confusing. I ran into a friend from college who follows a podcast for a musician. So when I mentioned the podcasting, he just took off and he was so excited. And he's like, yeah, and I've met so many interesting people. And, you know, we just have this online relationship. And he said, uh, but it's really a great community and it's it's great to learn about what other people think and where they live and what they do. So, um, and I feel that way about our, our community as well. And Kenzie says, yes, Pam, people around me find my love for these novels and community weird and they don't get it. Well, that's why you're part of our community because that's, right. and that's where you can loss. come. Mm -hmm. It's their loss. Yes. So Pam, do you want to continue on with the, I will. I will. Okay. Kate responded. So Kate told her that it would be no problem. 
and she was taken with the little guy taking care of uh, Claude. And she's even thinking <laughs> of getting a cat on her own, for her own. And uh, Kate said that would let go, let her go. But please take care of yourself and your hot guy, and no dangerous shit. <laughs> and Acacia repeated her line back to her. They said goodbye and they hung up. They hung up. So we asked SR, why did Acacia apparently agree and to re and repeat to Kate, no more dangerous shit? And when she said she already knows that her life with Nicholas is dangerous. And SR responded, saying, I think Acacia is expressing a wish. She wants to return to her quiet life, and she's hopeful she can persuade Nicholas to do so also. Keep hope alive, my friend. <laughs> Keep hope alive. I love it. I, but and I the like their adventures. I I know. I, like I know. I think I think they do too. Um, and I'm looking in the chat room. Monica had said, uh, or Lori had said, uh, that's why we all have each other, Kenzie, in terms of the community. And I think that's beautiful. Um, Karen said, my mom and two sisters and two brothers are very supportive and excited that we went to the set. The other two think I'm just wasting my time. <laughs> and Kenzie said, I would literally go insane if I tried to contain my love for SR's books. <laughs> and um, Monica had then said, the new Aliyah, I'm never sure how to pronounce this author's name. Is it Aliatha or Aletha? Is it Aletha? I think it's Aletha. Aletha Romig's book mentions Dante, and she was, Monica said, I was, what the hell? My reaction was like the mountain, ha, ha, ha. And, right? It's like these things pop up, and you're just, oh, my gosh. And then Lori goes, six degrees of SR. Yes. <laughs> Which I think we might, that could be a fun game. We might have to keep that in um, mind. Six I love it. Six degrees of SR? Six degrees of SR. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm six degrees of Tom Cruise. Uh well, I think you're six degrees of a lot of people. We could have a whole game well, around Pam about we six could, degrees. You know, because I, <laughs> I, I worked with this girl, Maria, mm -hmm. who was married to Herschel. Her sister was married to Herschel Walker. Oh, my gosh. played football with Troy Aikman. Mm -hmm. And I could go down the line to, to Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because of uh, some movie he did. So, anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Betty. Betty said, "Life with Nicholas is never boring. Danger must be Nicholas's middle name." I think you're right about that. And Kenzie says, "Life is a little bit more magical with these novels." And you all, I agree. <laughs> this, you, I'm telling you, this the community is a, has a very special place in my heart um, and in my psyche. So I thank you. And Franca goes, "I love that we can all be virtually together from all corners of the world." This is when that's I do love part. this new technology. That's, I always argue, because there are lots of negatives and downsides to some of this um, constant 24-7 access to information, content, and connection. But I feel like this is very much a one example of how technology is a source of good and kindness and caring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lori's, that is so true. <laughs> it is so true. Betty says this community is so kind and supportive. It really makes up for all the madness happening in the world. And Kenzie says, my peaceful part of the corner. Yes, Absolutely. agreed. We make the world a little bit smaller. 
which yes. makes it easier to deal and, with. And it's, it's comforting to know that you have friends and people who, who love and support you all over the place. So when you're having a rough day, and let me tell you, I have pulled, I have pulled this out myself when I'm having a really rough day or a rough time. I just am, think about how grateful and thankful I am for all of you guys. Um, it really helps make the day a little brighter. So, yeah, Monica's hearting that. I'm hearting that, too, because you guys are a very special part of my life. So, back to the book. Nicholas then told her that he had to go to Moscow. Acacia stood up asking what happened, and she says, Kutsunetsov had returned to his house. His team is going in after nightfall, and he wanted to be ready. Acacia said she was going with him. And Nicholas didn't seem to miss a beat, but said, you just promised Kate no danger, and this will be dangerous. And because uh, once we enter the country, we'll be at risk. But Acacia didn't care, and she didn't want to be, be left behind. So Nicholas looked at Rick, who shrugged, and he rubbed his forehead, saying he was not going to make the same mistake, but wanted to see her to see the nurse first. Uh, she may have to travel with them. And Acacia agreed and went looking for her. So we asked SR, was Nicholas expecting Acacia to accompany him to Moscow? And he and he said no. But and I, I, I was not it- sure because I thought Nicholas would be like, with Acacia's tenacity, I thought he would probably not want her to come, but would think that she probably was going to weasel her way in. <laughs> I don't I know. What do you so think, too. Cam? I thought so too. I didn't think he was gonna. He was, I thought he was gonna can say no. I want you to stay here, or mm-hmm. go to Geneva, or yeah. colony to his mother's house. Right. But I think it's just so cool the way it worked out, and he, yeah. he sort of acquiesced to her position. Well, and I also think there's a part of him that just doesn't want to be without her, and as dangerous as things are. I think there's a piece of him who wants her with him always. Um, then the protector of him wants her to stay away uh, from the danger. So I think it's really, you know, um, challenging. And, and I'm looking into chat room. Betty said, I thought he was expecting her to go with him. There's no way she was going to agree to stay behind. And um, Monica says at the time, Akasi is better with him. And I think Nicholas was very pragmatic, saying, okay, let's have the nurse look at you. We might need to take the nurse so, so you can be tended to so you're safe. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also, you know, like Nicholas is with her, uh, Monica said. And Karen says he knew she would never stay behind. And also he didn't want her out of his sight. And I think that's true, too. It's, it's, it's the fact that they were so traumatized when they split. And then they've mm-hmm. come to this understanding of finding a way to work through their their differences. Um, and you know th- they don't want to be apart now that they've re. No, and it tore him apart too. Oh yeah. I, I mean, SR really didn't go into it too much in in the book, but Nicholas, what really, really was torn about not having her there, and which he showed after when she came up to. Finland or 
or wherever they are, Norway, Sweden, and the mm-hmm. Scandinavian country they're in right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because Betty says if I was Acacia, I would pack a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at other things in the chat room. Um, Karen said, uh, you know, referencing what we were talking about earlier uh, in our community, in our beautiful community, she said, well, the one brother who doesn't understand our community saw all my cards on my door and asked where they all came from. And I looked at him and said, all my book friends um, who you call fake. And his mouth opened, not knowing what to say. And my mom cracked up. (laughs) It is a great story. Lori said, I love the card story, KK. It's true. It's true. My family loved um, the idea that we were sharing cards and um, wishes. And I actually, um, you know, the fact that we were getting emails from folks and, um, you know, it's just it's just heartwarming to know everybody's out there and enjoying yeah. these books as much as we are. Um, and I must apologize to the to, to our family. I bought cards. I just never got a chance to writing them out and sending them. And I do appreciate everyone that I got, and I apologize for my lack of being able to get those cards out. Pam, there is no judgment. There is no judgment because I am in the same boat. Um, And I thought I'd at least be able to try and get an email. But one of the things about the community is being supportive and understanding of each other. So I don't have any problem with you not getting the cards out and don't beat yourself up over it. Um, we all understand different situations. As Kenzie says, that's okay, Pam. Your kind words are enough. And, and I do feel uh, bad about it. So. Karen, Karen says, I'm so glad, or Betty said, Karen, I'm so glad you received all the cards from the readers. Love is powerful and real. Um, and Kenzie said, SR writes heartbreaking, raw, and real situations, but there's always a glimmer of hope in the distance. And that's so important to me. Yeah, I mean, hope is one of his themes that are resonating throughout all of the work that he's done Mm -hmm. through the Gabriel Mm -hmm. series, definitely through Florentine and through the man in the black suit. Hope, redemption, kindness, love. I mean, this is one of the reasons why his work is so beloved, in my opinion. And uh, yes, Lori, Karen said, no worries, Pam. What I got out was very late. And Lori said, I did the same, Pam. My life blew up again. I love the cards and the idea of it all. And uh, yes, Lori, the way you categorize my life blowing up, um, yes, I understand there, that. That's that, my that, life right now. <laughs> we understand that uh, better than you know. So um, Trust me. And <laughs> I, lost my, I lost my job uh, right after we came back from Syracuse. And then I got a phone call from my landlord telling me he's selling the house. So I'll be moving within the next month to six weeks. So. Yes. So I think that categorizes as uh, blowing up. A little and, bit. I, and I think, you know, that, you know, might warrant um, more Cumberbitch moments. And when we're referring yes, to Cumberbitch absolutely. moments, um, friends across the airwaves uh, and across the Internet, uh, Pam uh, enjoyed a little bit of vodka, I think, the night in Syracuse, <laughs> and uh, came out 
declaring that she is the Cumberbitch, as she is a great fan of the actor. Mm -hmm. So um, when we refer to the Cumberbitch, I wanted to provide context because I'm not sure if everybody knew what that was talking about. And there is not it's not being derisive or derogatory. It's just being it's it's a term of love. So for those of you might not know why we were calling people Cumberbitches, that's why. That's um, the reference. And Betty and said, I don't worry about have... it, Pam. You do so much for the podcast and the community. Thank you. And Kenzie said uh, she didn't get hers could... out either. Lori said, there's no life without hope. And that is really true. Hope, redemption, and kindness. Um, and, of course, now you're getting lots of support, Pam. She's yeah, really, Lori's that. sorry. It's a lot, and she can relate. But he said, wouldn't it be nice to read an outtake from Nicholas's perspective of what he went through during Acacia's departure? I would love that. Hmm. I would love that, too. I think that is, I think that is, um, I'm actually copying that right now. I think that is something that we are going to send us our, <laughs> yeah, for our podcast uh, prep next week. Maybe, maybe there, maybe there Unless is he, a, uh, he might, he outtake. might listen because SR does listen sometimes, so he might hear it live, but. Um, and sometimes he listens you, on the back end. Yes, yes. Franca says, we know we were all in your thoughts, Pam, and that was definitely good enough for me. And Monica said, oh gosh, Monica, I'm sorry. I just, I just lost where I was. I told everyone to send the pot postcards to the cast, and I never sent mine, Pam. Oh, well. Monica, I, I, it's so funny you said that. I did the same thing. I thought, oh, I'll just pick up these cards. At least I can send them, or at least I can get one card up to uh, Nina to send to SR. Did I send a card to SR? No. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was doing some, you know, it's, it's been a little crazy. So, And Kenzie yeah, very sorry. sweetly offered to come up and help, which is wonderful. Uh, Pam Betty says, I'm so sorry. I can only wish you the best in the new chapter of your life. Sometimes life gives us a big shakeup and gives us new opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, Kenzie says, and also, I don't know if SR listens, but I cannot thank him enough. How lucky am I that I get to talk to my favorite author? We get to chat with the mastermind himself. We are very lucky that SR is so kind and inclusive with us. I really cherish that. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. And Monica says and the idea was fun that, and it was all. Um, I'm yes. thinking about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's been brought to my attention from people, SR included, that there are a lot of people that will say a lot of negative things about his writing mm-hmm. or about some of us in the group. Um, you know, that we're friends with him or whatever um i just remind people that if it's that negative and it's affecting you just mute them exactly see or hear what they're saying and uh it'll help make you your psyche on this go be better yes i mean the, the idea here is support and positivity and if negative things enter the the sphere you have the you can control your reaction. You can't control what they do, but you can control your own self. So not responding, tuning them out, however you want to do it. Um, you know, you don't need to engage. Just just focus on the positive. 
And you know that there are many, many fans and friends out in the uh, SR community that are supporting you. So just keep that in mind. And I I love Monica said she sent her sketch to everyone, including Nina and SR. Thank God I remembered them. Well, they would have, I know they appreciate that because your sketches are awesome. Um, Franca said, Uh, everything happens for a reason, Pam. God closes one window and opens another. That is so true. Wishing you all the best. Going to sign off now. Bye, everyone, and wishing you all a great week ahead. Thank you for joining us, Franca. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful dinner. Um, Sending hugs across the, across the ocean to you. Um, And we're really glad you could join us. I'm very, very happy that Franca could join us. She's such a delight. Um, KK said, yes, I've muted a few negative comments towards me. Very good. Um, Kenzie said, SR is so kind and classy. He does such a good job at ignoring those mean comments that have trickled into the community. Um, I think, what would Julia do? And it really helps. I like that approach, Kenzie. That's a great approach. That sounds like another campaign we could do. Um, and Franca's thanking everyone and sending hugs back to all of us. Uh, Karen says, it is very true. And she's trying to find my do- new door. I think you're going to, I feel, I feel there's going to be some goodness happening in 2020 for you, Karen. I really do. Definitely. Um, I think we, I think we jump started it with our uh, trip to Syracuse. Uh and I Which think there's so going to be fun. some really, really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> and Monica goes, or what would Raven do? <laughs> this is true, too. We shouldn't well, do we what, what Raven would do. do. <laughs> yeah, we know what Ava would do. <laughs> Ava would cut the bitch. That's right. Yes, no, no. More Julia and Raven, less, uh, less Ava. Less Ava, um, okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, this was... Really, really great ladies um, and you. gentlemen who are joining us uh, or who might be listening. I don't want to forget the guys because we do have some SR fans who are men, but mostly women uh, from the podcast stats. Uh, looking forward to our future discussions. Um, Pam, we'll have to talk about next week's podcast. I have to yes. determine if I will be. Uh, at a place where I can podcast, or perhaps we could even have a guest podcaster. Um, we can figure that out. Um, okay. Because full disclosure, ladies, next Saturday, I am going to see Oprah Winfrey in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I will tell you the whole story when I return. So I'm very, very excited. Um, but we have to work out logistics. So, so. And the other thing, uh, I just want to say, there's a lot of um, natural disasters going on in the world right now. Yes. Uh, the people the fires in Australia. In Australia. The fires mm-hmm. are devastating. And I keep them in our thoughts and prayers. And I know that... Um, Jennifer yesterday put out in the Stargazers group a uh, group that's collecting donations for animals uh, and uh, through the Aquarium System International. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, I have posted a list that I think Pink actually put out 
mm-hmm. for the different fire services if, if there's donations, if you can, with them. Uh, Puerto Rico is having a very tough time right now with the earthquakes. Yeah, uh, they had so more this morning. They, yeah, they did have another it's one. It's devastating. Um, and, uh, just hard to believe. What that country's going, but the, or the country, it's part of the United States, um, what that island is going through with between the hurricane and this now. So let's keep them in our prayers. Um, and the political turmoil uh, between Iran and this country and those poor Canadians and, and families that died in the air. So um, sympathies to them. Yes. And just pray that we can uh, work this out and have a safer place to be. And our small community will help spread that. Absolutely. Spread that positivity. Absolutely. As Betty says, Acacia mm-hmm. has shown us how to act like a lady, even to the rude people who try to make her feel like she's not at their class level. That's right. And, and Betty wants thanks to, to know everyone. If yeah, if anyone could, would know how to do it. No, I was just going to say, if anyone would know how to act uh, classy and with uh, with kindness in the face of adversity, it would be Acacia. Um, and yes, thank you for all the well wishes. Um, I wish I was Oprah's new BFF, Betty. Um, maybe after Charlotte, who knows? But um, who knows? I, 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 I heard her speak one, with... one, one time many years ago. It was completely... Um, as inspirational as you would think. And uh, this was kind of a last minute, um, let's try to go because New York City's sold out. Um, Betty, just so you know, if there's tickets floating around, she's going to be there with Michelle Obama, um, which I wanted desperately to go to. But um, tickets were available in Charlotte and we decided, uh, my travel mates and I decided, why not? Let's try to do this uh, because we had free lodging and we had a couple other things that were free which is very important right now because i have no money so (laughs) we're just gonna bite the bullet and do it so sometimes you have to take those opportunities right as steve winwood said well you see a chance taken so never (laughs) and i i always try to you know um try to appreciate every moment and if there's a way to finding a way is one of my mottos you gotta if you can try to find a way sometimes you can't and i i have to limit myself because i want to go to syracuse desperately but i think i'm not going to be able to this time um and the premiere we got to save for that exactly so exactly so i just i find the love and positivity around the communities important because there are a lot of challenges in our life personally and nationally and internationally. And as Lori says, it has been tough lately. This is where hope comes in. That's right. And Betty says, amen, share the love. Um, And Kenzie says, there shall always be a glimmer of hope. And that is right. Kenzie, hold on to that. It is true. Um, Karen's holding her breath that her nephew's not shipped out instead of coming home. We are hopeful for that as well. And I think Annette has that issue too. Monica, I love saying, make love your goal. I love, love, love that. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. uh, Yeah, so just keep everybody out of harm's way and hopefully we'll have a uh, 
a more peaceful year this year. Absolutely. I think it's going to be, well, it will be a roller coaster ride in the United States with a presidential election um, like no other. <laughs> but, um, oh, you know, hopefully, hopefully um, we'll just take it a day at a time. And thankfully, we will have lots of Gabriel, Gabriel's Inferno passion flicks distraction to keep us happy. Um, and we will keep your nephew and all of those in the service in our prayers, in our Karen, prayers. Um, definitely. And, you know, another shout out and thoughts to all those who are struggling and suffering um, at this time. Absolutely. Lots of love to you guys. So, yes, we will... as Betty says, the only emotional roller coaster I want is in my books. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that is true. That mm -hmm. is true. So, um, we will see you all next week or the week following. Yes. Keep an eye on our Twitter feed. We'll we'll let you know exactly what's going on. Yes, and, and or uh, we might see you. We might see you in an hour and a half at the Argyle Empire. That's right. With SR. That's right. And it's no spoiler. It's spoiler free. Spoiler free day. So that'll be good. Mm -hmm. So, I am going to leave everybody with a past tropical with Sergio Mendez in Brazil '66. Mm, love Have a it. Great day. Sua 